Hello and welcome to Money Live News and Views. I am Devashish Pas. Stock markets, as we know, are ruled by sentiments, and sentiments decide the flow of money in and out of the markets. When the market is bullish, we use the term risk on, and when the market is bearish, we use the term risk off. The U.S. market and the U.S. economy have a profound influence on emerging markets like ours, and so it pays uh, to. It, it usually pays to pay attention to what the U.S. markets was doing. Now, until recently, it's until the previous week, the U.S. market has been sharply down and on a risk-off mode. The reason for that was a very, very sharp rise in U.S. bond yields. And U.S. 10-year yields had gone up to 5%. In the third week of October, a level reached only last in 2007. Now, the monetary policy seemed to favor higher, uh, higher yields, higher interest rates. In fact, the term that everybody was banding about is higher for longer. Now, to control inflation, the Federal Reserve had pushed the benchmark interest rate in just 16 months from 0.25% in March 22 to as high as 5.5% in July 23. This is one of the fierce rate hikes in the history of the United States. Now, the rates have gone up to as high as the highest level in 22 years. Last week, after a monetary policy meeting, Fed announced a pause, and this pause for the second time. There was an earlier pause in September, but people still thought that the interest rates would keep going out. This is the second time the Fed announced a pause in its rate hiking, and the market interpreted this as extremely bullish and a risk on period seems to have started. One of the things that Fed said that, that the uh, bond yields are anyway so high, so we don't need to increase our rates. The bond market is doing the job for us. As I said, the tra traders and inve tra investors have interpreted this as highly bullish with no chance of rate hikes any further. In fact, people are talking about rate cuts six months from now. The benchmark S&P 500 rallied 5.85% in just one week and the Indian market after weeks of decline has stabilized and started to look up. The question is, is this another deceptive bounce? Uh, is, are we getting an all clear signal from the economy and is, or is the market in any case climbing a wall of worry? What kind of worry? Wars, rate hikes, global trade weakness and rise of protectionism. I believe the U.S. economy is not yet out of the woods and to the extent it influences the global market, one should remain very cautious. The U.S. war over inflation may be over for now, but we have not seen the full impact of a long period of high interest rates. And even today, the interest rates remain 5.5% or so. The U.S. consumer inflation has dropped from a year-over-year -year peak of 9.1% in June 22 to just 3.7% last month. But just 3.7% is well above what, the, what keeps the Fed comfortable, which is a 2% target. Now, indeed, it would be facile to think that the sharpest rate cycle over just 16 months would damage the economy only minimally and we can get away with it. Rate increases hit the economy with a lag. And we are yet to see how small businesses and consumers deal with a massive rise in interest rates in the U.S. As long as the Fed 
rate and the long-term bond yields remain high. The negative impact on the US economy continues. At 5.5%, Fed's benchmark rate is 2 percentage points above inflation. A 2% real yield is a serious damper on economy and has been the head and has been so for many years in history. This is a statistical data. Now, but is the economy really weakening? Because people talk about very robust US economic growth. Well, that is previous quarter. At the margin, there are signs of significant weakening. For instance, the US ISM manufacturing index for October was just 46.7, marking 12th consecutive reading below 50. Any reading below 50 signifies contraction. For 12 months in a row, the index has been down. It was 49 last month and 50.20 year ago. High interest rates make housing unaffordable. Now, what is the data over there? The Housing Affordability Index of the US National Association of Realtors has hit a 40-year low. Affordability of houses is at a 40-year low. This is not surprising because nationally, the average long-term fixed mortgage rate is nearing 8%. That's higher than some of the rates that you get in India, which is so amazing. And it's highest level in 23 years. Some more data. Heavy truck sales are falling off the cliff. On Friday, shipping giant Musk, Musk which is a bellwether of global logistics, announced, announced the results. They, uh, they announced 10,000 they announced a cut of 10,000 employees from, from around 100,000 and said that it expected the profit to be at the lower end of the previous guidance. The stock fell 13%. The CEO of Merck said, our industry is facing a new normal with subdued demand, prices back in line with historical levels and inflationary pressure on our cost base. In fact, the stock is down to, to a level of October 2020, which is during the pandemic. For, for decades, we have had a very low interest rate, high manufacturing, a lot of global trade, and therefore nobody paid attention to what used to happen when the reverse happens, which is a lot of protectionism, higher interest rates, and high inflation. This was the period of 1970s. And what characterized the period of 1970s? Labor action, strikes, and lockouts. Think of the impact of economic stress on this factor of production. Worker strikes in the US are at the highest since 2000, with 4.1 million days lost in August due to labor activism. According to Bloomberg, unions are winning big for the first time in decades. Workers are resetting their expectations and demanding more than they did a few years ago for in, to, in response to higher cost of living. Unions are negotiating large contract entitlements, 25 to 28% pay rises, more time off, and so on and so forth. It takes 24 months for a Fed tightening cycle to show up in the US labor market. It's 20 months now after the first rate hike in March 22 and the unemployment rate in October rose to 3.9%, which is almost a two-year high. Jobless claims are up 9% in the past six weeks and 26% in the past 12 months. One-third of the new jobs added are from the government. It's government which is acting as the engine of growth. It's very similar to what's happening in India. Also, there were downward revisions to the August and September payroll numbers. In indeed, payroll numbers have been revised down for every month for the last 12 months. 
for every month of 2023 that's for the last 10 months the last time this kind of downward revision happened was in 2008 the year of the global financial crisis now all this does not mean that the stock market will not rise over the short term because the market looks at short term factors few weeks or maybe a month month and a half and and in response uh, either rises or falls in this case there is enough of reasons for the stock market to rise because of a severe fall before that the fed pause and so on and so forth but the lag effect of an extremely high interest rate is still on the cards and there are there are lots of evidences i pointed out on the labor market on the real estate market and so on where it's already started to show so the question is will emerging markets like india escape if us tilts into a recession and it tilts into uh, a higher inflation and low growth that's a period of stagflation thanks for watching this if you liked it please do share and do subscribe thank you